Choose life. Choose a sport. Choose a drop zone. Choose a start time. Choose a fucking big jump plane. Choose turbine engines, speed, unlimited altitude, and endless horizons. Choose height. No low turns and travel insurance. Choose jump tickets. Choose tiny action cameras. Choose your mates. Choose a rig and matching helmet. Choose swoop shorts and a range of fucking fabrics. Choose 120 vertical speed and wondering who the fuck you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch, watching debriefs, spirit-saving slow-mos, smashing beers after last load. Choose standing on the podium at the end of it all. Choose a wing you'll love every time. And the reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you fly NZ Aerosports? Of course, I absolutely love the NZ Aerosports business model. I mean, come on. One glance at an Icarus fuck yeah sticker and you know it lines up perfectly with the fucking pilot mentality. But outside their wonderful use of colorful language and a great company vibe... There's a long list of reasons to say NZ Aerosports, fuck yeah. NZ Aerosports blows me away right out of the gate as a canopy manufacturer with a bold offer. They give you 10 jumps on your brand new nylon to decide if you want to keep it, swap it out, or even return it for a refund. I mean, seriously, how incredible is that? That's like getting halfway through a prom and deciding you prefer the slightly racier date that goes down faster. Seriously, they do that. If you're not madly in love with your new canopy after 10 jumps, they'll let you swap it out for another size or model or even get your money back. And the range of canopies they've got? Man, they've got a style canopy to fit every jumper and every situation with models you know and trust, like the Sapphire 3, the perfect choice for the beginner or intermediate canopy pilot, the Crossfire 3 when you're ready to kick it up that elliptical notch, the JFX 2 if you're looking to up your new swoop game, the Leia as the workhorse and dirt water dirt beast, or the Petra. The Petra cranks out crazy power and is nothing short of a record breaker. But hey, it's not always about speed either. Take the Kraken. Built as a low pack volume canopy specifically with wingsuiting in mind, she gives you all the performance you're looking for with the reliability you need that'll have you itching for that next formation, rodeo, or puffy cloud. So the equipment is top of the line kick-ass stuff as you already know, but how about the team? Well, the customer service gang is there to sort you out whenever you need them. Maddie and Beto are always there to help with Jen holding the reins. They're available for you at sales at nzaerosports.com and they've got a kick-ass live chat tool on the website if you're wanting to hit someone up right away. These are the crew you're going to want to talk to to get those custom orders in. With the stock nylon, once you know what you want, they'll have that shit on a FedEx truck as soon as the credit card machine says approved and get you in the air in no time. For your custom orders, you'll be able to get a time frame for building and shipping when you design it, so get to it. And demos. They've got demos in the U.S. available from their partner Rock Sky Market. The whole U.S. demo fleet is there with Sapphire 3, Crossfire 3, Kraken, JFX2, and Leia canopies in a range of sizes. They also offer student and tandem demos in the U.S. Bottom line, every step of the way, NZ Aerosports is there to get you what you need, and I personally couldn't be happier to be teamed up with them here on Lunatic Fringe. And now, time to get started with Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, brought to you proudly by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah! Coming straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready, set, go. All right, back in the makeshift can with uh, not another edition of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, but me post-op in the hospital with really, what do you think, Junior? Really fucking cool uh, body-piercing neck additions? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Morphine is amazing, amazing. Uh, They fixed my neck. My voice isn't too bad. And I have a 10-inch cock. Uh, so <laughs> With a tube still sticking in it. With a tube still sticking in it, which may account for a fair amount of the length <laughs> that I gained. Just saying. Anyway, I'll be back here soon. So enjoy Mr. Uh, Brian Casserly uh, taking over a little bit in the can. Junior's going to have one or two, and I'm just going to keep being high. So thanks for listening. Ready, set, go. Back in the free candy van for another episode of the Lunatic Fringe Into the Void with Brian Casserly. Oh, yeah. So, who the fuck are you and what do you do? I am Shauna Finley, and I am a 
Master rigger, skydiver. I think I should actually rephrase that. <laughs> what the fuck don't you do? Right? You're like you're like my like spirit animal. You don't sit still. That's okay. That's fine. But you're like my spirit animal. You do everything. You do a bunch of everything. Don't you? A little bit of everything, yeah. A little bit of everything, I think, is an understatement, but that's all right. So, you're a master rigger. But tell us, how how did you even get involved in skydiving? What brought you to it? (laughs) Um, Back in, it had to have been early 2013, I was actually on patrol up in Sussex County. I'm a state trooper as well. And my sergeant said, hey, there's a new business that's opened up at uh, Sussex Airport. It's in your district today. Head up there and uh, make contact with the business owners. So... I did. I drove up pretty far north in my region and uh, pulled into the airport. And there were these guys mowing the fields and getting ready to open Skydive Sussex. And I went from like driving straight ahead to completely veering off <laughs> in my whole world plan. And, and I became a skydiver that summer. And that's it. That's, that's the it. end of it. All right. I guess we could end the interview here. Okay. I mean, she doesn't want to talk about it. So you started skydiving in 2013. Yeah. And I mean, where you are now. So that from from that day to now, I mean, let's <laughs> let's think about this. I mean, you're you're very very involved in this sport. Um, and for everyone out there, just so you know, Jeffro might have Amy, but Shauna is my Amy. So you know, I got Brian and Shauna, and you got Jeffro and Amy. Um, we are pals, and she is holding back everybody. So all right, so you started skydiving 2013. Yep. You got your A license in 2013. I did. And then uh, that winter, a bunch of us brandy new A-licensers were like, hey, let's go to Puerto Rico for our first away from home boogie. Of course. I mean, that seems perfectly logical. Totally, totally. So I think it was like eight or nine of us that decided to go. We got our B-licenses probably like right before we got there because it was beach landings and high winds. And we're like, oh, what could possibly go wrong? 50 jumps, right? (laughs) You pick your water training. No problem. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we went to Puerto Rico. I came back. Um. And I was, it was, I think it was like February of 2014 and a couple of the old guy pilots at Sussex airport were like, Hey, let's go up for, um, for a flight. Why don't you become a pilot? I'm like, yeah, that's a thing. They're like, yeah, why not? So (laughs) you just get back from Puerto Rico and you're high on that boogie. You'll have to tell us a bit about that one, especially (laughs) as a brandy new jumper going to Puerto Rico. But then you come back and now all of a sudden you're going to become a pilot. Yeah. So I went back and, uh. Harry said, let's go up in this tiny little 152. And I said, okay. And it was the tiniest little plane that it was like strapping on a set of Buzz Lightyear wings. <laughs> and we take off. And I said, oh, I can do this. This is totally a thing. And I had my private pilot license and owned my first plane by that fall. Yeah. How many uh, how many planes do you own now? Three. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't sound like an addiction or anything. Three. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. Three yeah. planes. Nice. Three. I've been I've been up in one of them. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't with you. That it was wasn't not. with you. That was fun though. It will be soon. Yeah. Well, soon. we got to go fly. That that'd be awesome. Definitely. So, all right. So now you've just come back. You just got your license. You've been to your first boogie. You become an airplane pilot. You got a private pilot. Yeah. You're just fucking in love with this guy, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's it was life saving. I was going through a pretty tough time in my life when I found it, which is kind of the norm for people in the sport. Yeah. And um, I took so much from the sport. I just feel so indebted. And I want to just give back to the sport, and I just can't figure out how to give back enough. Well, you know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so how, how do we give back more? I mean, maybe you could become an editor with Blue Sky Magazine. Oh yeah, I got a, a wonderful opportunity there, thanks to you and hey. Cola. And uh, yeah, I've, that was just oh my goodness. <laughs> so, I mean, if you just follow this timeline, we should probably go back a bit further. Yeah, we, because, go, we probably should go yeah, back. Yeah, because it is just—it's outrageous. <laughs> I sometimes sit at home and I spin. I go, how do you find the time? And I know I write for Pussfoot. I'm now doing this. I'm, you know, load organizing constantly gone. But you, I just like, I wish I had time management skills like you do. So, all right. So you get your private pilot's license. Yep. Tool around, do that for a bit and take my uh, little one, now 172 and just kind of go wherever I want to go and just do my thing and really had the confidence to do it. But then started getting interested in rigging at that time. I had okay. a really amazing mentor, Carmen. She was just... Showed me how to do everything and um, just really piqued my interest because I didn't want to put that responsibility on anyone else. Sure. You know, it's not that I didn't trust other people. I mean, I have a pretty small circle, but if something's going to go wrong, I want that on me. I don't want anyone else feeling responsible for my life-saving gear. So I really wanted to be a rigger (laughs) and um, learned how to be a rigger. Had some really amazing, interesting uh, 
first couple of year um, experiences with that. Learned from Dave DeWolf and Carmen and all those guys out there. And um, that was that was a trip. And I started maintaining my own gear. Yeah. It was kind of, it was pretty cool. Um, worked with Carmen for another season. She ended up uh, heading out west and everything. And um, I slowly took over the whole loft. So I went from brandy new senior rigger to oh my god now we have all this all this tandem equipment what, what do i do yeah exactly it was um i felt a little directionless but i also felt like like a master plate spinner like i had so many plates in the air and i was just loving every single minute of it sure it's also like a blank canvas right so now you get to paint your version of how you want to see that yeah still life right so you were yeah. able to take this loft yeah. brand new rigger brand how how far into your skydive career did you become a rigger was it like a year or two? It was in the first. It was within the first year. Within the first yeah, year. Yeah, within so the first year. Because brand I, new skydiver and a brand new rigger in charge of a loft. Yeah, and then wow. just uh, <clears throat> just got my coach rating. Went and started doing coach rating, and then went straight for AFF. Wanted to do that. Um, actually, got my final AFF eval done in Costa Rica at the <laughs> Costa Rica Boogie. Hey, there because you go. Why wouldn't you? You know, did that, and then. Um, so we get the bot flies. Yeah. Oh my god! It, what a gorgeous <laughs> place! I can't wait to go back there. It was I'd absolutely like to, beautiful. I'd actually like to go to Costa Rica. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, loved it there, and met some really amazing people in the industry there. And uh, when I came back, they're <clears> like, "Oh well, why don't you do your tandem rating?" I need to do that. I'm like, ah, I need three years in the sport. I'm not exactly there yet. I don't know my 500 jumps and everything. Um, but why not run for board of directors? For oh, that's USDA? right. I was barely three years in the sport when I got talked into that. And here um, you are. How many years now you've been the director? This is my second term that I was reelected. For the Northeast. Yep. For the, uh, yep, the Eastern Regional Director for USPA. And um, man, super, super green. The very first... The very first meeting, I remember sitting down and not knowing who anyone was. And, like, these are big names in the industry. Sure. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it was, um, it may have been embarrassing when I asked, well, who's this? You're kind of a big deal, right? Like, how, how do I know your name? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was, uh. Who was that? Just just curious. I had asked, um, Tony Thacker. Okay. I found a picture right. of, uh. Uh, his father, and I didn't know it was his father at the time. It just came up in a Google search. I was searching around, and uh, it was uh, one of the Hall of Fame pictures, and I see his name, John Paul, and I go, huh, I wonder if that's any relation to Tony. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's my dad. I go, he was a jumper, too. <laughs> and he laughs. He's like, oh, you're funny. And then proceeded to introduce me to um, Pat Thomas. Okay. Uh and I've been a sponsored athlete through SunPath for um, a number of years, but never actually met her. So we're sitting at this big table at, uh, at dinner, and she's like, oh, Shauna, what do you do? And I said, oh, you know, I do a little this, a little that. I'm just on the board. I go, what's it that you do, Pat? Oh, no. <laughs> and, she, and everyone just looked at me and laughed, and I'm like, hmm, okay. And she goes, well, sweetie, I own SunPath. I'm like, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. She's like, well, why would you know that? I go, because you're, you sponsor me. I'm oh. one of your athletes. She's like, let's go have a drink and a cigar. I go, okay. Oh, a cigar too. And it was, um, it All was right. really, it was very, very awesome. Super down to earth, chill. Um, but it was very eye opening of how much I actually didn't know about our sport. And I kind of made it my mission to, to learn about people and know who I was talking to. So I didn't, number one, look like a total doof. You yeah, know, it's but, all good though. I mean, I think yeah. having new blood in, especially to the board. Um, as a new jumper, opens a lot of eyes, right? So yeah. we were dealing with, you know, maybe the old guard. Not that there's anything wrong with the old guard, but to bring in fresh blood is always definitely yeah. nice. I mean, it's, it's different. Always eye-opening. Yeah. It would have been funny if you walked over to Luke and you're like, who, who are you? Thank goodness I actually recognized him. I wasn't sure where I recognized him from, but he sat next to me um, during the meetings. And we kind of just totally just uh, instigated each other with little comments <laughs> here and there. And, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> so I wonder, like, you know, being a board member and then him being a board member and then jumping out of a plane without a parachute, how that sort of what that what was that conversation like? So <laughs> interesting. So interesting. Yeah, it was um he couldn't tell us what he was doing. There was obviously proprietary things going sure. on and stuff, but um he did it by the books, asked for the waivers and the permission and everything. And we were just very interested to see what new doors he was opening. And we I, thought it was really, really awesome. I only chew stride gum now. That's <laughs> because it. Because of that. Yeah, of course. That's every, I'm, if I'm buying gum, it's stride. And yeah. what a down-to-earth dude. Oh, totally yeah, normal, cool. chill, down-to-earth. Cool. I mean, just good grief. I got to get out to Kapowson and check them beautiful out. Beautiful drop zone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It, it's distractingly beautiful from altitude. It really is. And just so welcoming. And, you know, I met his family and the in-laws and everything. And 
I didn't know who they were, and I was like, oh, you guys jump too? <laughs> Again, yeah. Do you guys happen to have a Red Bull line they, around they anywhere? They kind of do jump too, and I'm like, oh, of course they do, why not? <laughs> they were cool. They uh, they sent, uh, it was it the caravan of the otter up to the solstice buggy when we were up there, oh, so sure. we actually had some lift power in Alaska, which was pretty cool. Nice. So not bad. So, all right, there you go. Join the board. <laughs> You're about to get your TI rating. I mean, yeah. why? You know, we had a lot of... Um, being a now I was a videographer for the tandems and everything I was doing that and we had a lot of requests from women jumpers or women tandem students that wanted a female TI and we just didn't have one on staff and I was like all right well here's another place that I can actually give back and and help out and I want to be able to be interchangeable on the drop zone wherever I got to go and so I was like okay let's let's do that hey why not yeah. I mean you already got just a couple things on your plate yeah a couple so I had I had some room off in the on the side and uh, I did my tandem rating uh, with Mike Watkins. It's just phenomenal. Mr. Watkins. Dude, his knife hand military approach of teaching is was right up my alley. It's a cool dude. Absolutely love him. Yeah, yes, yeah, definitely a cool, cool dude. dude. Um, so did that, got through my probation, and it kind of just, it wasn't my thing at the time. Sure. You know, I was really wanted to um, to get into the focus on the AFF and the, and the uh, videography um, and definitely the rigging. I started collecting my sewing machines, I think, at that point. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, have to talk about that. <laughs> that's a problem. But it's, is it, it is. though? I mean, look, I, I collect other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could collect a lot worse things. You could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sewing machines are cool. They, I think so. How many do you have? Uh, I'm well into the double digits. Yeah. Now. Like, probably closer to 20. <laughs> it's like when I call you up, what are you doing, Sean? Oh, I'm down in Virginia. What are you, what are you doing in Virginia? Uh, I, I, was, I was on Craigslist. I found this. <laughs> This singer, it's from 1842. It's going to punch leather. I have to have it. I'm like, oh, all right. So you, you drove to Virginia today? You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> Oh, hey, why not? Yeah. That's good stuff. That's thing. Now, do, odd question. Do you feel that doing so much work in the sport kind of made the sport into work and less enjoyable? Or do you actually find that now that you're so involved that this is this is just the aspect of the sport you like? You know, the, the rigging, the camera flying, the... AFF, the TI stuff, the being on the board, uh, I mean, does does it take the joy away for you or does it add more? That's a great question. Because um, a lot of people have told me that once they started throwing drogues, it changed the sport and now it's a job, right? It's it's no longer okay. their hobby. They're in it all the time. You you get know, burnt out maybe. It's kind of like I'm, I'm living two lives. So obviously, I have my professional career as in law enforcement and then I have my skydiving in the sky in the loft type sure, of. yeah so i try to keep them both in balance um i think maybe a couple years ago i started kind of getting into a lull rut and it f- started feeling like work i said okay what can i do so that doesn't happen so i don't go down that rabbit hole because god i love this sport and yeah, i want to make yeah. sure i give back and people are depending on me so i wanted to kind of pull back from different things i didn't pursue my TI anymore and I kind of pulled back a little bit from the video flying um, and I wanted to focus on the rigging and the teaching um, because I wanted to feel renewed like I wanted to be excited to be down the drops and not being like oh okay work's done now I have to work here again and you know going from one work to another so no I was able to kind of curtail that and I was able to kind of keep that off so no it doesn't feel like work it doesn't it's my quiet place it's where I can just kind of take a minute and if I want to go sew something random, I can. If I want to go jump a video, I can. Um, you know, so I don't. I don't feel as though it's work. And nice. when it starts becoming work, then I'll probably spend a little bit more time in my airplane, flying and, and yeah. working on that. That's what I have to do. Like you know, I feel like I work my professional job with Brian with an I, and then. Mm-hmm. After work's done, I pop a couple. Mm-hmm. Now it's Brian with a Y. And generally, my zen would be to go right for Pussfoot or yeah. help somebody out with something, a weird project, a boogie. You know, ugh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when I when I need that moment, I can just be like, hey, I, I own Pussfoot. I don't have to put out an article today. Mm-hmm. So I can sit back, relax. So I guess that's sort of what you're doing. I mean, yeah. it is my zen, but same for you and then you can mm-hmm. kind of just walk away and then you can join me for a boogie somewhere uh yeah we can do that Ooh, i like boogies we absolutely could do that <laughs> fun times so that's good so man you you've just done a lot so we let's fast forward okay a few years so wait how many years into the sport were you when you finally had your ti your rigging ticket your aff i mean you were just did everything and it was what three four years in yeah, it, the three-year mark was definitely for the TI, so it was right between the three- and five-year mark that I was, okay, I have my ratings, I have my pro ratings, I have, you know, I've got a good foundation now. 
now what what else can I do to kind of make an impact and you know help help people out help my community out hmm. and what's the uh, the name of your rigging company uh, Fin 16 skydiving service and you can services. find them on Instagram <laughs> oh yeah the only one I trust with my uh, rigs I should say just brought me one back today yeah. thank you you're welcome appreciate you're welcome. it so you got your rigging thing you took a bunch of trips you were going out west doing some military stuff right yeah I was very lucky enough to um, to get in touch with some military contracting companies to go out and, and pack for uh the Air Force, the Marines. Uh, we also worked on the military transition card with USPA uh, to try to get military freefall jumpers kind of in line with our USPA civilian jumpers to make sure that all the training was almost synonymous with each other. And so I, there wasn't a, a, cha- a change. I met a bunch of those boys that mm-hmm. went through that. And man, I, in fact, I was talking about that with Kevin Borum, how they were like, yeah, we got like, you know, 27 jumps. They didn't tell me they had all the military freefall. <laughs> And we're doing, we're launching them out of uh, Sky Vans, yeah. and they were perfect. So kudos to you for that. Yeah. And I think Mike Watkins had a lot to do with that too. Right? He did, and uh, <laughs> and Ray Lalo as well. Yeah, right. And um, yeah. yeah, it was just the training is different, but it's the same. So we're just trying to overlap the two to make sure that everyone is is on the same page. I totally forgot to add something here. Yeah, you're a Marine, aren't you? <laughs> yep, yeah, I am. All right. Yep, so I am a Marine, a state trooper, a private pilot. A rigger, a TI. Yeah. <sighs> Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, oh, what else do we do? Run ultra marathons. Uh, Tell yeah. us about that. Oh, man. I, I got lost during a marathon, and uh, which is 26.2 miles, and I ended up running like 32 miles, 33 miles, and I was like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. So just signed up for it, ran a couple of uh, 100 milers. Did the Grand Canyon, ran the Grand Canyon with uh, some amazing, amazing people. And um, yeah, just now I run trails with my dog. <laughs> You've done that one where you skydive into the track too, right? And then have to jog? No, I haven't done that one though. I was signed up for that. Um, I didn't actually go through with that one. I ended up jumping too much in the sport. And I was like, ah, oh, why don't I just keep jumping and knocking minutes off my time and I can just run slower? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's not a thing. Huh. So uh, <laughs> I said, okay. Man, that's just, it's, it's, I see someone jogging in the morning. I'm like, are you, you all right? Is someone chasing you? What's going on? <laughs> Why? Why would you even do that to your knees or yeah. your body or, you know? No, I love it. No, it's good. It's uh, nice and quiet on the trails and my dog has a ridiculous amount of energy. And, Claire. Oh, good Lord. Good times though. Yeah. I mean, your dog's, your dog can definitely run. We, we chased you on that one. Yeah, um, that when I was doing the Appalachian Trail in yeah. New Jersey. It was neat. We had uh, the DZO from Sussex with yep. us, and he was just driving around. Yep. His daughter, and, you. Yep. Um, that was crazy. Tried to fly a drone in the woods. <laughs> didn't work out too well. <laughs> no, it didn't. I think I got like a picture of you like for a split second in the corner of it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this thing away. Yeah. That so, was fun. So speaking of sponsors, yeah. who are you sponsored by? So I have an amazing sponsorship with SunPath, mm-hmm. uh, SunPath Products. They actually picked me up really, really early in my career. I don't even think I had my coach rating, but I wrote a nice cheeky uh, uh, proposal to them. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So I went with uh, SunPath and man, it's because my instructors had SunPath and that's sure. what I was, um, that's what I was, uh, um, what's the word? That's what I was exposed to. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. um Went with SunPath, uh, got an awesome opportunity with Performance Designs a couple of years later. All right. So with Performance Designs um, and love them. And Blue Skies Magazine, Cola, she's amazing. She's been uh, she's been there with me and everything. Um, Cola's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so those are my two main sponsors. And uh, SunPath actually afforded me the opportunity to come and train in their loft. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah with you Tom got to go Parker. down there. Good Lord. That was just, what an amazing experience. I couldn't. Spent enough hours in that loft. So welcoming and just learned so many awesome things, engineering-wise, rigging-wise. Um, I got to become uh, a certified skyhook technician. There's only like a couple of them in the world that do that, which is kind of cool. Tom was like, heck yeah, you're doing this. Yeah, why not? You're um, there. Get it done. And now I'm there. Uh, I'm one of their field-approved master riggers that can work on their equipment in the field and don't actually have to send it back to the factory. That's right. You got your, your master rigger ticket. I did. Not too long ago. What, two years yeah. ago? It's three years. Actually, three years earlier this year. So um, I have time my... Time flies. Yeah, I've got my DPRE package in now, um, which is a designated parachute rigor examiner so i can actually make other riggers so i'm kind of waiting for that package to go through and the schooling for that and stuff so that's awesome that'd be kind of cool you just do so much that'd be cool yeah. it makes me dizzy <laughs> it makes, makes me, me dizzy. dizzy but we're also on a team together yes we are yeah oregon yes oh my god oregon is just they have been um 
They've been so supportive. They've been just so communicative. I, I love those guys. I, I, you know. I feel like out of the sponsor world, I can write an email and within 20 minutes have a response back if from that, David Miriam. If yeah. that. <clears throat> or a text message or a, yeah. a Facebook message. And I mean, I have all my uh, all my apparel through them. I got a pair of soup shorts through them. I want to say maybe like seven or eight years ago through yeah, Oregon. Yeah. And I still wear them all the time. Like I have new stuff, but I love those. And they're just, they've held up so well. I think I've changed one zipper. But my camera <laughs> wings, my RW pants, like everything. I well, that, that's that. like my Jenko jeans. You know, like I can't buy them anymore. They stand the test of time. Yeah, they just I don't ever want to get rid of them. So. They, uh, they hooked me up. I had to go, you know, like load organizing. I, mm-hmm. I generally jump with the low number people. Mm-hmm. And matching, you know, fall rates is always difficult. Yeah. So Halloween, I was in my swoop shorts, which came out awesome. Yeah. And my jerseys, which is what I like to wear. You know, I got to have have the look. (laughs) And uh, man, I just kept sinking out of all these because these guys are all in student suits. So two weeks before the come and take it boogie, I'm like, Dave, I really need a suit. And man, they came through for me. They got me that suit. I was... I was slow in yeah. the sky. It was not. It was the longest sky I've ever had. I'm yep. like looking. I'm like, holy crap. Yep. Minute, yeah. Minute twenty. Their, <laughs> their camera jacket that they uh, that they made me. Uh, it's got to be like five years ago now. Man, I fall like a rock. I am like it's it's absolutely. I can do um, like free fly speeds on my belly. It's insane. Right. So they made me these wings, and man, I was sinking out on tandems. I popped these wings, and I'm, oh, I'm like right there. Yeah, Kevin it's, borrowed that, right? He yes, loved he it. Did. Yeah, yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, good. So it was awesome. But their stuff just lasts. But I mean, on it top does. of that, they the way they've treated us yeah. has been uh, has been pretty awesome. And now we got uh, Mackenzie. Oh my goodness, Mackenzie's now. I mean, talk about right out the the I gate getting sponsored. Yeah, she's uh, like the queen of social media. She does all of our social media and everything. And uh, they found her, and I I threw some uh, info over to them. I'm like, hey, you need to take a look at this little chicky. She is uh, making a name for herself, and I love to see how well she's progressing now in the sport. And she is their little poster girl at uh, over here in the Northeast. Oh, I she's adorable. I can't. She's just, she's too And what much. a good kid. Dude, I can't. She's just like, if I were to have a daughter, you know, that's that's who that would be. Well, it sort of is. I mean, you guys Kinda, are, you guys do the yeah. nails. You go out, you get <laughs> she's lunch. She's making me get my nails done every month now, too. Yeah, it's too funny. But yeah, yeah she's, uh, and she's, She's um, hoping maybe Aerodyne picks her up too, because hey. man, she's flying the you know what out of her uh, out of her icons and everything. She absolutely loves them, so she's doing really really well. I can't wait to see where she's going to be in five years. You know, I I, I feel like oops, sorry, I walked away from there. Uh, Dean texted me. <laughs> um, I feel like sponsorships and and correct me if I'm wrong. Now aren't about your ability to fly, but your ability to be with people. I like that. Yeah. That's it, yeah. I'm noticing a lot more of that. I mean, me, I'm the poster child for that, right? Like, yeah. I'm a somewhat okay skydiver, but I look awesome in a speedo. You, you, know? you look amazing in a speedo. Yeah, I mean, the belly uh, hangs out the just beard, perfect the now. Yeah. But you are awesome in the sky, and you have <laughs> such a personality about you that people gravitate towards you. I like to talk. They, well, that's a good thing, though. And I like to drink Fireball. That's an okay thing. And short shorts. <laughs> and tutus. That is that is true in rainbow socks. Yeah, we got to do... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do an episode with my kids to see how they feel. It's not going to be a long one, but I want to know how they feel about me as their father. Dude, your um, your daughters are something else. I love them. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dude. Well, that's that's actually where we first met, was in the tunnel with my daughter. I remember that. I see yeah. this little watermelon helmet upside down, shredding around. I was like, who is this? Look at this little <laughs> cutie. Oh, my goodness. Man, she's put some of the best people in the world to shame. Like goodness, oh, what an so opportunity, though. She's she's she she <laughs> likes it. So if you guys don't know, my daughter Ryan um, Casserly, she wasn't supposed to be able to ever walk. So this was like her outlet. She could go do ballet in the sky in the tunnel, and it turned into a thing. Um, she's doing well, but the day we met Shauna, she was just staring at her, and I'm like, huh? She got tattoos. I could talk to this one, and and uh, that's how I got involved with Sis a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah all through you because yeah. you do a lot with Sis, don't you? Yeah, we're revamping it now. Um, we just had an awesome cis boogie at Sussex. That worked really well. It was so that was just amazing. Another Mackenzie. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie organized that whole thing. That, that was, was her first amazing. boogie she put it together. It was. Yeah, she it did was. an awesome job. Oh, she job. owed beer for that. Definitely first. Yeah. She yeah, yeah she definitely owes beer. And uh, she had her first cutaway a couple days before that. More beer. Good lord. But yeah, that's how we first met, and we did a bunch of stuff with cis. Had a couple of really good. Um, really good events and everything so yeah we've we've traveled a bit oh my god we have we have some fun we've had some fun (laughs) it's uh it works out it works out really well um man man we've done remember florida 
Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple times to Florida, actually. But we have been a couple times to Florida, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have. We shared that, that hotel room um, oh where you could see through the cracks. It's beautiful. I love that hotel. I mean, anytime rice I go to Clewiston. Yes. The Rice. Yes. The Rice Motel. Anytime I go to Clewiston, I know that I got to drive, you know, the 10 minutes from Moorhaven over there. But that hotel is awesome. It's something out of the 50s, roadside attraction hotel. Yes. It also helps that our homie owns it, but yes. it's wow. I mean, you're just like, ooh. Most ooh. comfortable beds yeah. I have ever slept in. And I'm just, yeah, it, that was that was perfect. I really like that. That's a good time. That was good. That is a good time. And then the steaks <laughs> that his father makes. Oh my Dude, goodness. I can't even. Like, what hospitality? Oh, it's, it's like you Southern charm at its greatest. Yes, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I think they'd let us sleep on their couch if we had to, you know? <laughs> More than likely. Like, yeah. I do prefer the hotel, though. I, I mean, do. It's, yeah. uh, it's a good time. <laughs> it's but, a good time, though. Yeah, we've done, we've done a bunch. We did that trip. Mm-hmm. We did the other one where we wound up going to, from Sebastian, what was the name of the place? Up to... We went to Lake Wales. Lake Wales. Yeah, we did that. Oh, that was a, that was a boogie. I don't remember the name of the boogie, but it, what was, awesome uh, people there, yeah. Slip and slide? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. But I get there and they're like, hey, can you organize? I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was fun. And then that we botched fun. that one jump with you and Rich. Ah, oh, man. That every, was fun. Every time I jump with them, I am terrified <laughs> and I feel like I have six jumps and I blow every <laughs> single one of them apart. Or hey, what about when we were doing one of the coach jumps and my goggles fell off? I felt awful. I just wanted to hold on to him. Like, Brian, it's okay. Uh, we got this. Fucking goggles. But then you got your coach rating. Yeah, dude. yeah. She gave me my coach rating. You yeah, earned fun. that coach rating. I didn't no, give you I anything. I, you I, earned that. I don't know what I've earned in this sport, except yeah. for blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> and up all night. Yeah, no, fun no. times. So I don't know. Where, where do you see yourself going in the next... I'm scared to even ask. But in the next five years. Because if I were to go out to ten... That's just, God knows what that's going to be with you. I mean, every day it's something else. I mean, two years ago you got your master, and then you started becoming an editor for Blue Sky. Then it's, oh, Shenandoah. You're down there now all the time. I just came back from a long weekend down there. I love it down there. It's uh, it's an awesome DZ. New Market Airport. It's just, it's right in the heart of the Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah Valley, and it's just quiet. It's gorgeous. It's Oh, it's insane. It's It's it's, insane. And we're having a boogie down there. Um. It's going to be our boogie in the last week of September. We're going to make it up to our very first cis boogie there, Ooh. but a reoccurring boogie um, each year. Am I organizing so, it that one? Should uh, I put it into yes, my calendar? If you All right. could, yeah. We'll be down. Mm. Um, where do I see myself? You know what? Um, I'm working slowly on my commercial pilots rating because I'd love to be able to... I, so um, we own the shark down there that we bought from Jen from Skydive Kansas when she closed there. So we bought the shark. It's a jump plane down there. Um, I'm an owner in it. I can't fly jumpers in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so annoying. Sucks. So I'm slowly working with some really awesome instructors right now to get my commercial pilots rating so I can uh, actually fly my own plane and throw jumpers out of it at the same time. That That's utterly awesome. Yeah. And that, that plane is, is gorgeous. Oh my God. I, mean, I love it, that plane. It reminds me of something like out of like NOM, you know, like how plane. they always showed that CIA flying those things. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I actually, I hate to say it, I had, had one of my first... Cessna jumps. It was a while ago, so I don't know beer on it, but it was out of a 206 <laughs> yeah. at Scott of the Falls. Um, I love that place. It was not my first Cessna jump, it's a lie, but it was one of my first fun jumps out mm-hmm. of a Cessna. And yeah, people give them a bad rap, but man, that door's big enough Dude, to roll out. I did all my out EFF out of, yeah. out of a 182. Oof. Like, and it was so cute because so like we went down to Coastal Carolina, me and Mackenzie, for a CIS event, and she had never jumped out of a 182 before. I go, Ooh. we're totally doing this. Bright orange. Dude, the look on her face the entire ride to altitude was hilarious. <laughs> it really was. She's like, oh my God, well, how do I get out? I'm like, well, the door flies open, and you just it's climb just out on the, on the wheel. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And it was just, it was cute. It was awesome. She did well with it, I'm sure. Oh my God. She rocked it like it was nobody's business. But she, they had a really awesome coach with her, another um, another cheeky lady from uh she was just amazing kirsten she was uh took mackenzie by the hand she had a newer coach rating and really they just worked so well together oh, i can't wait to get back to coastal <laughs> i got a coastal in a couple weeks yeah. and that boogie the point views break are amazing oh. i know i know mm. it's the only one that i get to just be me good yeah good. um it's got to have the falls dude i i did a coach course up there two years ago and um I've got my candidate in front of me, and we're in there, and we're starting to go over the falls. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. what is that? I turn my camera on, I'm paying attention to the falls, and the candidate's like, 
uh, Sean, I mean, do we want to start going to the dive floor? I'm like, whoa, whoa, easy, kiddo. Yeah. I'm looking at Niagara Falls. It's Niagara Falls. We're legit over Niagara Falls. <laughs> but, too funny. but yeah, man, what a great little family up there. Awesome, oh awesome goodness. place. I'd have to say it's one of my favorite drop zones at this point in time. Yeah, agreed. And I did the same thing. I'm in the yeah. plane, and it was only like four of us, and I see the falls. I start. Yeah. I turn on my wrist camera, and I'm, I'm doing it. But I, apparently, I grabbed something, and I got hollered at. I wasn't supposed to be touching like something on the door or. Oh, that they had the fabric yeah, hold during it. Something, but I'm like, how can it's you blame Niagara me? Falls. You know, there's fucking Niagara Falls right below me, and then my phone's beeping that I'm in Canada. You know, so yeah. I got I got charged for that, which was hysterical. <laughs> so now, by the way, if you ever go up there, make sure your phone's like at least on airplane yeah. mode so you don't yeah. get charged because you do climb out right over. Yeah. But a then, be- beautiful place. Yeah, I just remember like. Lake Ontario's right in front of me. Yeah. The drop zone's right below me. And then if I turned around, there's the steam coming off the falls. Yeah. And um, I, I felt really bad. I was with this guy. I can't even remember. Oh, you remember him. Remember I said, oh, he's got to be a cop when we were there that night. And I felt like he didn't really want to talk to me. And the next day, he was awesome. I'm telling I pulled up. I'm in the free candy van. And <laughs> the free candy van. I come out and I'm in a mood right off the bat. I'm like, oh. Anyway, that guy... He wound up being mad cool. We had this whole pl- jump planned, and I'm looking at this stuff in free fall, and I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm sorry, and I just pitched. I pitched <laughs> super high, and uh, it was utterly gorgeous. Yeah. Just, I mean, Lake Ontario. Beautiful. And you know what? Weather holds up there, too. I mean, Dude, even if you're on, a, on the ground, on a weather hold, yeah. it's just wonderful. It's Beautiful. Probably, yeah, probably the most family-oriented, but party, yes. DZ. I mean, I brought my kids mm-hmm. and the wife up, and all we did was just eat. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Buffalo wings and yeah. collect seagr. I mean, we did so much yeah. stuff, except yeah. for the town of Niagara, New York is a little sketchy. Uh, there was an awesome coffee place there, and that's where I went. That was in Youngstown. Oh, okay. The um, What was it called? It's the bakery. The Orange Cat or the Orange Something Coffee. Something. I went there every morning. They gave me a frequent flyer card. I was there so much. <laughs> but, we, we walked yeah. into some bakery in Niagara. And they had police posted there. Ooh, really? And I even said to my wife, I'm like, this just feels like <laughs> Someone's gonna an steal interesting stone. place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I left a, the candy van. Yeah. I'm like, someone's going to go get my free candy out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, legit. But uh, yeah, if you stick in Youngstown or even go to the park and stuff, and it's just yeah. it's a fucking beautiful, beautiful area. They got a nice gem up there. They really do. I know. I'll be up there organizing in a couple weeks as well. At July, Fest, we got that right? Falls Fest buggy. Yeah. Hats is bringing up his helicopter. Oh, that's awesome. Hats. That's a whole nother episode on that hats. That is absolutely a whole nother episode. Man, that yeah. guy, when I tell you, when the COVID kicked off, he saw that uh, me and my dispatchers didn't have masks. And he put an all call out and he got us hundreds of them donated um, on top of what we were already sewing yeah. at our loft. Yeah, man. But he Good also dude. did something with Liquid Sky Good and dude. Julio started making masks yep. and they got the whole yes, thing. But he did... What he did though during COVID, like you yeah. said, he was delivering boxes. Yep. He even wound up catching it. Yeah. Yes, he so, did. Yep. Him yeah, and his wife. But yeah, yeah he's a Great he's guy. a super awesome dude. Yeah. Stefan. 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 Greek Steven. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call him. Greek Steven. He just never brings feta or grape leaves. Or it's just olives or yeah. God, oil. <laughs> like, uh, something anything to dip food in. So you also like to cook, don't you? Um. Yeah, I've been known to to cook a couple of things. Yeah. Pumpkin cheesecake being my, <laughs> my, my uh, one of my specialties. But yeah, you got me started on this whole sourdough bread thing. I know. I just gave her a Christmas present. She just got it today, yes. too. Just like a how to cook bread. Yes. Right? So I love it. That's uh, that's all I could do during COVID, man. Every boogie was closed. So Pussfoot became Pussfoot food. You yeah. Know? It was just Oh, my God. That, that OG food blog that you got going oh, on. that took off. Man, that took off like like it was a blink. And yeah. there's like a billion people following it and recipes and... Well, the problem is you go join these food pages and you can't post links, right? Because if you post a link, uh-huh. they go, ah, oh, you're breaking community standards. Oh, please. And it's just nothing but Karen's and Ken's. So I was like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to start my own and post whatever you want. Just keep the dildos to like a, a minimal. Minimum, you know. And there was a few cakes yeah. and stuff that came out that might have been penises and vaginas. But Whatever. I mean... It's a thing. I'm fine with it, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for it all. So, Yeah. So that What's, was a lot of fun, yeah. What do you think 2022 is going to be like? Hmm. 2022 in the world respect or in like skydiving? Skydiving. Like- I feel it's all coming back for 2021. It's not here, right. but it's coming, right? So Sussex just did their boogie. We did yeah. miss out on That's How It Rains. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good... Uh, that's the Sussex boogie. That's, that's how we roll. Uh, yeah. Generally, you guys will bring up Mike Manthe's Sky Van. And yep. if Ross is flying it, which he's no longer there, yeah. but that thing's at altitude like as fast as oh a king goodness. air. 
Well, we, Sussex now bought it, and uh, we have the. Well, oh, no, I'm sorry, the, the caravan. caravan, the caravan yeah, yeah. The Don't get everyone van. excited. Sorry, sorry, my bad. No, <laughs> not yet, not yet. But uh, yeah, get the uh, the super van there. Um, what 2022 hold? I think that we're gonna see a huge influx in baby jumpers because yes. we have a lot of people on our list for AFF. Well, no one could um, go last year. Correct. How, there I, was there was very very few places doing AFF. So now we have probably about seventy five kids on our on our list, and we just did our first class. So yeah, I was super stoked. Yeah. You had Austin, so my friend Austin's been trying to get his license for a year and a half, but at, at least yeah, you got him in the first class though. Yep. So, so he's there. That one. Um, don't forget my cousin. I think he's on the. I have him on top of that next list. Word. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a huge huge influx in newly licensed skydivers in 2022. You know I really do. Really saddened me was I'd get my magazine from the USPA. What is it? Uh, Parachutist. Oh, Parachutist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pulled a blank there. Right. And you'd open it to those pages uh, where everyone's getting their license, and it it went from it used to be like five pages long down to like two. Yep. And it was just sad. I mean, you didn't see any. B's and C's were and D's were basically zero. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you'd see maybe five or six. Yeah. And that was just that was upsetting. It was I like, know. man, this really stalled our our sport. It did. Um, but it now did. it's starting to pump. It's slowly getting up there. I mean, man, we had twenty people in this last class, and we're gonna have all those A licenses. So I think we're gonna see a steady increase. You know, we're seeing um, statistics wise, we're seeing more people getting their ratings and um, being more active in the sport. And uh, you know, we have a really awesome safety and training. Uh, department now that are really on top of you know what's causing us to have issues in the sport sure um but yeah i think if we're uh, we're teaching these kids right we're te- we're doing a lot of canopy first because that's that's where they're alone they're with yeah. us in yeah. in free fall but they're alone under canopy so um we're teaching a lot of that first you're not forgetting people on radio yeah. like yeah, nope. that happened to me yeah what is it jump number four i've heard no horror radio. stories <laughs> horror stories but hey you're your own pilot we want to make sure that you're you make it down safely and everything. So yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of um, a lot of students and a, a huge increase in licenses in the next year and a half. Well, you got all these movies making it more mainstream. I mean, you can't turn on the TV for more than an hour without seeing a Geico Something, commercial. Yeah. Something's got skydiving in it, and I feel like that's fucking awesome because this sport's been so taboo for so long. But yeah. now all of a sudden, it's like you know, statistically, it's it's extremely safe. Oh yeah, um, and people are realizing that. And mm-hmm. I think all the hoofah are starting to come out, and yeah. and it's going to be. It's going to be good. One more movie. You listen to that, Hollywood. We need one more movie like Cutaway or something like that, yeah. but done in today's time. And you're going to see this sport just explode. And I still think Bill Booth needs to be sitting at the picnic table <laughs> with that exact same beer that hasn't come off. I just saw something crazy. I had an email the other day. They're looking to redo that video. Oh, seriously? Yeah. It came across from the USPA and it said yeah. if you needed 500 oh, jumps. Yeah, and I was like, man, you know. I got a nice beard, too. You I was thinking of going for it. You know, I like to shine, get my makeup done, a little powder and some mirrors and stuff. You totally got it. But uh, no, I don't want to do any more <laughs> than I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> me either. I mean, full-time engineer and then pussfoot and load organizing. I don't know how you do what you do. You're a professional plate spinner just like I am. I do. I spin a lot of plates. <laughs> Father of three. Oh, yep. dear Lord. Chaos coordinator extraordinaire. Yes. And I eat a lot of hot almonds. So. I saw those over yeah. here. I love uh, I love hot stuff. I, the wasabi ones are my favorite. Wasabi's good, but those yes. Carolina Reaper ones I just found, Oof. and I'm terrified to open them. Yeah, I mean, there's like a couple of X's on these. Yeah, that's got, extreme. Yeah, I'm good. That'd be good. I mean, you let me know. That's one of my favorite things <laughs> at the boogies when I bring those hot chips or the devil's <sighs> toe pops. This year, I make my own hot pepper powder oh. from my own Carolina Reapers, and I was gonna bring it to come and take it but i was like you know what i don't want to travel with this mm. uh, it smells really bad Ooh. and i was worried it would pop open in my luggage so the next one i drive to <laughs> i'm gonna bring and you have to eat like not a full spoon but oh. like a spoonful of it Lord. i mean i use like a fucking pinch dude and it it makes oh. the food mm. you gotta get a waiver for that Do making me drool a little bit thinking about it <laughs> That's um, crazy. yeah so i think 2022 is definitely gonna be um, the year of the student, I think. The, the year of the, the newly licensed skydiver. I agree. And I I, yeah. I think boogies are going to come back, too. I mean, even I this year, so. I've had five or six cancel on me, yeah. which is, it was earlier. And now I'm yeah. seeing everyone try to do them again. But yeah. it's tough to throw a boogie in a month. Uh, you know, and I think people are still kind of wary of which side of the fence they want to sit on. They want to kind of try to figure out their own thing. And, hey, you know what? As long as we're all respectful to each other and uh, how people are handling everything, everything's going to start opening back up. And Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, it, 
it's it really sucked not seeing everyone obviously but um yeah i think you're right i think the the year of the boogie the year of the student um, i think it's gonna be a thing well which should be good after last year it, you know being on the board being an snta being a master rigger this is all you all those accidents we saw last year it was it was mind-blowing i mean it was like one after the other after the other I always antiquated it to, I don't even know if that's a real word, whatever. Um, you know, the lack of jumping and then all of a sudden something would open and people would just go hammer at it, yeah. you know, without maybe saying, oh, you know what, let me go do a solo. Let me go pitch a little bit high. Let me go yeah. take my gear apart because it's been packed mm -hmm. in my closet for the last year yep. and I'm going to now go, you know, repack that or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that might have been some of it, but I mean, it was a little bit of a dark cloud on us for, for a couple of months there to the point where it was like, man, this is this is sketchy. Not for me, but just all for the sport, you know, maybe yeah. for our, our our persona out in, in the wild, so to speak. But um, I, I mean, this year so far, I don't want to knock on the table because it messes with the microphone, but we're doing pretty damn good. We are. I mean, we did see some incidences. I think we're, um, I think we've had uh, 12 fatalities. Some of them have been medical, uh, medical issues, but low turns like we're seeing people doing low turns they're forgetting their landing priorities and they're making low turns to either get into the wind or get back to where they want to be yep. as opposed to making that decision um, early enough so i think that um in my opinion uspa is really um has taken a, a stronghold on guys stop doing this this is not a thing this is where we're getting our data from let's try to Let's try to soften our own curve here. Like, low turns shouldn't be a thing, and um, that's I think traditionally what has been killing our our jumpers. And you know, I think the more education that we bring to it, sure, um, and stress but our landing priorities. It's also low turns after a year and a half yeah, of not jumping. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. So maybe you um, stopped jumping last year, and you were on a sub 150 or sub 100 canopy you haven't jumped an entire year do you honestly think the smart thing would be to to stay in that canopy eh, probably not let's upsize get ourselves sure. used to canopying our piloting our own canopy now and uh do it safer go do some work uh, yeah i mean we have amazing um canopy coaching courses all over the united states if you if you don't find it with one company there's another there's a lot of uh really awesome names out there that are doing a lot of canopy coaching um, That's one thing the sport's not lacking is resources. Correct. Coaching, help, information. Yeah. It's everywhere. Ask for it. Yeah. Everyone's willing to help. I mean, look, you come for the jump, you stay for the community. Yeah. Everybody wants to yeah. be there for you. Yeah. I'd rather have someone be a little annoyed with me because they see me, you know, leaning into my walk out into the landing area to oh, talk to somebody. We hate to see that walk. Apparently, that's infamous. That's apparently a thing. You got your, your hands even down by your sides, yeah. and it's like you're leaning. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a thing. I, I don't see it, but I'd rather someone be annoyed at me. For me, meeting them in the landing area and telling them, hey, what were you thinking? What's going on? Let's do well, this. That's the other thing about you. When you do go to somebody, you're not being an asshole. You go out and you go, "How? what did we do wrong? How could we make it better? And you don't embarrass them in front of anybody, which uh, is always very important. And I was taught that very, very early on. Yeah. You praise in public and you criticize in private. You Absolutely. It. Yeah. You don't want to scare people away. No, no, definitely not. Everyone needs their own little shit sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm probably not calling it the right thing, but hey, you say, hey, what you did bad, what you did good, what you did bad, or vice versa, depending on the personality. But um, just because I'm walking out at you in the linear doesn't mean I'm going to say you did something bad. I'd be like, wow, you know what, guys? I saw you guys communicating in the pattern really, really well, kicking back and forth, looking at each other. Great job. And they're like, but? I go, but nothing. Good yeah, job. Good job. Good job. You know, that's one thing that drives me nuts. I try, you know, <laughs> I travel this whole yeah. fucking country, and I feel like I'm not going to say the region of the country, but there's a lot of it that doesn't kick under canopy. It's weird, right? Very weird. It's very weird. It's very, very strange. Like, I'll be sitting there kicking, and I feel like I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> And everyone's just like, what's, what's he doing? What's he kicking? What's he doing what's he over doing? there? Yeah. yeah. Which and we all know, just to, we all know that, hey, if you're kicking at someone in the pattern or in the air and they see you, the appropriate response is, hey, kick just back. Just kick back. Because that means you see them. Yeah. Not just you know? stare at me like I'm some sort of fucking like, pink elephant under a canopy. I know. You know, it's crazy. And speaking of low turns, this just popped into my head. Um, I was just watching an Instagram post by Paragear, and this guy comes in hot, and he's like, Six inches off the ground, about to smash in, and somehow pulls on his right rear, or I don't even know what he did. I have to watch it again. And straightens it out and lands and then gets down and praises God. I'm like, wow, that was a really good video. That that should be seen by everyone because this guy almost, 
almost took himself out. Dude, I, mean, I pounded I, in. I think my level seven jump. I was like, oh shoot, I'm not into the wind. And I jacked it probably at about, I don't know, flaring height to get into the wind. Hey. Smacked myself in, but was able to grab my radio, mount it on my chest, and say, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, you know, but yeah, man, level wing. Level, level wing. wing. Level wing. Flat turns. Yeah. Ah, survivals are turns. That's what they're called. Hey. Yeah. You saw me do one out in Sebastian. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to get yelled at yeah. for this. I'm a little low, but I want those peas. <laughs> <laughs> and I got them. We're good. Excellent stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, you think 2022 is going to be the year of the student? I have mm-hmm. to agree. I think it's also going to be the year of the boogie. Yeah. Um, I hope that you make a bunch of them. I would like to. Yeah. I'd like to see a lot of fun you. jumps. I don't do a lot you of fun jumps. That. And that's why, I, like, when we go and you do fun jumps, you're, you're like, you go from, like, serious Shona to totally relaxed, and it's like, ooh, all right. Yeah. Now, tonight we'll get our couple IPAs, <laughs> and maybe we can keep her at the oh, party. IPAs, yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. You're hard to keep at the party. You're very it's, hard to keep at the party. I know. That's okay, though. You, dude, you got so much on your plate. You don't you need to be out with me until 4 o'clock in the morning watching me, you know. God, I'd fall asleep after, like... The first hour, I'm bad. I'm yeah. old. Hey, well, that's I'm where the camper old. comes in. Just right back to the yeah. camper and the air conditioning. Absolutely. You just picked one up, too. I did, yeah. It's a station now down at uh, Newmarket Airport. It's got up Shenandoah. And Hell yeah. That's where I stay on weekends. And Awesome. Yeah. It's good. It's quiet. Yeah? Yeah, it's quiet. Okay. You got any plans for Shenandoah? What you want to do down there? Oh, we just, uh, yes. <laughs> I know there's plans for a turbine uh, aircraft down there by the end of the season this year. They have mm. a little bit earlier of a season. But, um, yeah, I want to retire from my day job or night job if you will and then move down there and kind of keep residences in both place and we just got two new tandem rigs down there we're growing we're working on our first loft down there Dude, you're only like 15 minutes from james madison university like you should be Dude, pushing 200 tandems a weekend man they've been um we've been doing I, I can tell you the the team that we have down there now is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal they have been maxing out their tandems each weekend like when I say maxing out between 30 and 40 on a Saturday, you know, close to that on a Sunday. And these guys are just developing such an amazing drop sound down there. I am just so proud to be a part of that team. And, you know, it's a, it's been a good time. So hmm. it's just, it's good to see new DZs opening and yeah. doing well. You know, it's, yeah, they're uh, it's doing good. Super important. And uh, even the guys from uh, the Falls just picked up Rochester. Yes, they did. So I'm excited about that. I mean, that's yes, more, more in the Northeast. Oh, my God. They're, they're covering a huge area up there. And it's, it's something that's been lacking, I think, in the region for a while. So I'm happy that they're keeping everything going. And they're they're um, they're kind of tying both drop zones together yeah, in the community yeah. and everything, which is awesome. Well, it's, it's important. I mean, I feel like New York is New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Northeast, we have a lot of DZs. Yeah. But... You know, I feel like the more isn't a bad thing. No, absolutely not. Because geographically, we're not on top of each other. No. You know, like some some places in the south, they're definitely on top of each other, and it's you know a very transient community. But up here, we're evenly spaced out enough that we have our our dedicated communities, but they can be interchangeable, which yep. is awesome. Well, we all know that during the winter, you go down to Cross Keys or uh, Sky's the Limit because they'll stay open even though it's cold they have freeze fest yeah cross oh. keys is they're awesome at freeze fest and they have their dodgeball oh, tournament and that's that's man, fun. i see the aftermath of that oh, yeah. no, <laughs> that's I, my, my first time to that buggy i did one jump and, ever, and i had my you know my rubber gloves on and i'll have to tell that story about at, uh what is the other one uh sky's the limit yeah my first really cold jump where my pilot shoot froze I can't, yeah, that's I'm not good. for today but i was very conscious of that when i went down <laughs> to the next one and i i landed and i couldn't even feel my fingers and i was like that's enough so i put all my shit away and man we had a party with that dodgeball yeah oh man they pico and nadia they know how to throw a party down there they They are amazing man just to show you that their community loves like our caravan went down um with a landing uh with like a a front (laughs) nose wheel issue they finished their day early, rescheduled the tandem, sent theirs up here with a pilot to help us out so we could actually have a productive weekend. Was that the shimmy dampener? And, uh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. It was. Day. Yeah, that was a disaster. But um, yeah, they said, well, how can we help? What can we do? Yeah, see, they're, they they're, mad. they're really good people. Yeah, phenomenal. That was the first time I ever peed blood was after that, uh, oh. that buggy. <laughs> oh. I fell off one of those balance beam things. Oh, Jesus And this Christ. really lovely lady came and picked me up and embraced me. And I was trying not to cry because <laughs> the wind just got knocked out of me. Yeah. And then I went to go sleep in my Dodge Ram. And I had a little Honda generator, and I slept really well with a little heater. I woke up in the morning completely hungover, and I took a BC powder. You know, oh, that's those things my are, favorites. Yep. Everyone, if you go my to favorite. boogies, you need BC powder because mm-hmm. it gets rid of a hangover instantly. 
kept it down, mm-hmm. took a piss, and I'm like, that don't look good. <laughs> like, I, I went to the doctor. I, I bruised my kidneys when I fell, and I, I peed blood for like a week, and I was, was like, crazy. oh, no, I'm in trouble. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you get yelled at when you get home. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was getting yelled at. I don't know how my wife deals with me. Oh, my God. I love her. I got a girl crush on her. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's fucking awesome. Yeah. She lets me do it. Oh, you got to go to a buggy. It's like, I want to go to the pool. <laughs> You're like, nope, out the door. Yeah, the right out the door she sends me. All right, I think uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and end it here. So okay. let's just say people want to get in touch with you. How would they do so? So you got Fin Sixteen rigging, yep. and that's what that's Fin Sixteen on Instagram. Yes, Fin 16, 16 on Instagram. Okay. Um, I also have my uh, my Facebook business page, Fin Sixteen Skydiving Services. My um, USPA Regional Director Facebook page as well. But uh, and that's my- just Shauna Finley. Yeah, you can search it. I think it's uh, Shauna Finley, USPA, and okay. it'll come up. Um, or my email. Email always works. Yeah, fin16sds at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. So again, that's fin16sds at gmail.com. It was a pleasure having you on. Brian, I've loved this. This is awesome. <laughs> you're, no, you're awesome. I mean, literally. No, I, you're awesome. Oh, you. <laughs> but I tell people, I'm like, man, you got to come meet my homegirl, Shauna. I'm like, she is just an inspiration to everybody. I mean, you do so much and you do so much selfless stuff. You put yourself out. You do anything for anybody. You're awesome. I'm fucking super proud to call you like my BFF. Thank and you, thanks Brian. for coming on here, dude. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. This oh, is awesome. Do you think dude is a genderless uh, phrase, right? Yeah, I think it would be weird if you didn't call me dude. dude or if you yeah. Didn't, yeah, totally. I, I saw it on Facebook the other day, and then I called my daughter dude, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking right. That's totally genderless. Uh, I call everyone dude. Absolutely. But not bub. Definitely no, not that's kind of. I mean, if you're from way deep south Alabama, maybe. Uh-huh. But, no, dude is it's a catch-all. You <laughs> totally. Can totally dude. But, or yeah. Bro. Totally a pleasure having you on. And uh, yeah, thank you, everybody. Uh, The Lunatic Fringe brought to you by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah. And there you go. Another episode of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void in the Can brought to you, as always, by Fuck Yeah NZ Aerosports. Check them out. Brought to you by Pushfoot.com and the guy you just listened to, Mr. Brian Casserly. Check out Pushfoot.com, the Extreme Sports Collective. Then you got Summit Parachute Systems. SummitParachuteSystems.com is where you want to go to meet Mr. Jarrett Martin, who's going to give you a kick-ass rigging course, as well as badass pilot rigs. As for me, I am the fucking pilot, so head to thefuckingpilot.net or theprincesspilot.com. Takes you to the same fucking place. That's where you get links to all these podcasts, as well as Bolt of the Books. See you next time.
Jam. 